0: Hello and welcome to yet another episode uh, of My Thoughts Exactly with Nandita. I'd like to call the next set of um, episodes or podcasts a mini series. That is, one long story told over many recordings. And that's how I chose to do it this time because it's a beautiful story, very worth telling and listening to and um it just so happens that it's a it's a pretty long one so it won't be easy to record the whole thing in one go plus it'll provide a little bit of um suspense and so what's gonna happen next feeling with the listener so yeah that's why um i decided to do that this story is called the rose of paradise and it's from a collection by Laura Sims, a fairy tale from the Caucasus, and I really hope you enjoy it. So here it is, ladies and gentlemen, The Rose of Paradise. One day a poor man piled hay on a cart to sell at the market. Before leaving he asked his three daughters, if I should sell all this hay, I will bring you each a gift. What is it you want? The eldest daughter asked for a mirror in which she could see everything. I mean, I would ask for that if I were her. What about you? What do you think you'd ask for? The second child requested a dress like none other. And the youngest girl asked for the rose of paradise. That day, the man sold all the hay. Happily, he found the astonishing mirror for his eldest, and a dress like none other for the middle daughter. But no matter where he looked, he could not find a rose of paradise. When he returned home, the youngest daughter stamped her foot and demanded, but father, I must have the rose of paradise. So the poor man went back to the market to inquire further. No one in the market had ever heard of such a flower. The rose of paradise? We don't know anything about that, they said. On his way home, he passed by an elderly couple walking beside their aging donkey. And he asked them if they had ever heard of or seen a rose of paradise. They replied, the rose of paradise grows on a tree in the garden of a wicked div. It is impossible to steal it without losing one's life. The father set off immediately. He was not afraid. How he found the garden? That I do not know. How far and how long he had to journey to find it? I also do not know. However, he arrived at the Div's garden. It was surrounded by a tall, thick stone wall. The door was wide open and growing on a tree in the middle of the garden was the Rose of Paradise. The div was asleep at the foot of the tree. The merchant entered the garden. The div continued to snow, so he simply reached up and took the rose without waking him up. But as soon as he was outside the stone wall, the div woke up and in a violent fury, chased after him, screaming, Give me back my rose of paradise. The father ran as quickly as he could, while the div raced just as quickly right behind him. He came to his house and dashed inside, shutting the door. The div, for reasons that I cannot explain, was not able to enter a house with a closed door. He circled round and round, screaming and yelling at the top of his lungs and stomping around, if you do not give me back the rose of paradise, then give me your youngest daughter. If not, I shall destroy your house. The youngest girl held the rose in her hands for a moment and thanked her father. Then she said, I wanted the rose of paradise to be in this world. Thus. I am the cause of this trouble, and I will go with the div." She gave the flower back to her father and followed the div to his world. From that day forth, the div called the girl, Rose of Paradise. She became his servant. In addition, she had to serve his sister, the hideous, narrow-chested, terrible divster, whose name was Tsutsuko Koba, the narrow-chested one. One day the div announced he was bringing relatives for dinner and wanted his sister to kill and cook Rose of Paradise. As soon as the div departed, Rose, who had overheard the conversation, grabbed a knife from the table and cut the sister into pieces. She piled the dimness into a cooking pot, placed her two narrow breasts on the top and fixed the lid firmly. Then she built up the fire to cook tsutsukokoba. Koba. Rose of Paradise took a small mirror, a sharp scissors and a comb that she saw on the dressing table and she escaped. She ran as quickly as she could in the opposite direction from where the div had brought her. No sooner was she gone than the div returned remarking to his relatives, Something smells delicious! My sister has prepared a great meal. Not finding anyone at home, he lifted the pot and saw his sister's breasts cooking. He fell into a rage and rushed out in pursuit of Rose of paradise. The div was fast. He nearly caught Rose of paradise. But the girl threw the mirror behind her. That mirror turned into a glass forest and completely confused the div. The confused div raced backwards and forwards. His arms and legs were cut, but soon he found his way around and came upon the girl again. This time she threw the comb behind her. It immediately turned into a forest of thick trees. The div was slowed as he caught his arms and legs between the branches. But then again he found his way and came close to Rose. Weeping and weary, she threw the scissors behind her. They turned into blade-sharp scissor trees, opening and closing. As the div ran through them, his skin tore and bled, but he made his way and soon nearly caught up to Rose again. She was no match for the div. She had no more objects to throw and was just about to give up hope when she saw a little house in front of her. She tried the door. But it would not open. So Rose of Paradise fell to her knees and prayed. Just then the door opened. She rushed inside and the door shut behind her. The div, who could not open a door into a house, was left outside. He raced round and round the little house, screaming and yelling and stomping, tearing up trees and frothing at the mouth. But finally he gave up and returned to his world inside the house it was dark in the corner was a coffin in which slept a prince as a boy the prince had tried to shoot an arrow at the sun but had failed the sun punished him by making him dead during the day and alive only at night his parents a king and queen placed him in this small house where he lay in a coffin through the day and sat up awake in the dark at night. Each day he was brought food, which he ate, and a candle, which he never lit. As Rose of Paradise's eyes grew accustomed to the dark, she noticed the plate of food, and she ate sparingly. At first, she slept each night unseen in a corner of the room. Since the dead-alive prince never lit the candle, he did not notice her. But he soon became aware that every night there was less and less food on his plate. At long last, he decided to light the candle and look around. He saw a young woman asleep on the floor. She awoke and they each told the other their stories. From that time forward, they spent their nights awake together. And so it was that they fell in love and by the light of a single candle, they became man and wife. Months passed and Rose of Paradise became pregnant. There is no place to give birth, said the prince. He instructed her that in her ninth month she should travel north to his parents' palace. Surrounding the palace are fierce dogs. No one can enter safely. Wear my ring and show it to the dogs. They will lie down quietly and fall asleep. He told her to go to the queen and the king and ask for a place to give birth to her child. I will come to you at night after the child is born. Good luck. The next morning, Rose of Paradise walked north until she came to the fields that surrounded the palace of the king and queen. Ferocious dogs began to howl and bark as they rushed towards her. She remembered to show the beasts The ring. The dogs rolled over and fell asleep just as the prince had said they would. In this manner, Rose entered the court of the king and the queen of that land. They led the strange pregnant girl to a small house that stood beside the palace within which she could give birth. That same night, she gave birth to a baby boy, and the prince came to the window and called out rose of paradise my beloved do we have a child she answered yes i have given birth to a son what is the cradle that he sleeps in made from it is made of old rotten wood and the walls of the room how do they look their color is faded is there a cover that warms our sun It is a blanket made of rags. The prince went back to his coffin in the dark little house. That night, a handmaiden to the court overheard the conversation and reported it to the king and his wife. They asked a different servant to watch again the second night. Once again, the prince came to the window and the same words were spoken. When the second servant reported the next day, the king and the queen called Rose of Paradise to bring her baby to the court. As soon as she walked into the room, the queen began to weep. Your baby looks like my son, sobbed the queen. So Rose told her story. The king and the queen advised the girl that they would wait in her room that night for their son. But she was not to tell the prince that they were there. That night, when the prince came to the window, he called out. Rose of paradise, my beloved, what is the cradle our child sleeps in made of? She answered, it is made of gold. And the walls of the room, they are painted the brightest of colours. Describe the cover that warms our child. The cover is woven from soft wool and threaded with silk and gold. And are you alone? I am here with only our son. So the prince entered the room. The king and the queen grabbed their son and hoped that in the morning he would remain alive. But as the sun rose, he fell down dead. At that moment, the queen remembered that her sister was married to the sun. I will go to the house of the sun and ask for the curse to be lifted, she said. So the queen set off. On her way, she passed by a house from which arose a terrible wailing cry. She entered to see a pregnant woman sitting on her bed in a wretched state. When the woman heard that the queen was going to the sun, she asked, I have been pregnant for a year and a half and cannot give birth. Please ask the sun what I should do. The queen agreed. Then she came to a house where a man was seated inside a burning oven. Please, Please, he begged when he heard she was going to the sun. Ask the sun how I can get out of this oven. When she came to the end of the world, the queen saw a stag with his horns reaching into the clouds. She asked him if she could stand on his back and climb up his horns into the sky. Oh, yes, yes, replied the stag. If you will only ask the sun how I can get my horns out of the sky so I can be on my way. I have been stuck here for months. So she agreed. When the queen arrived at the house of the sun, her sister was happy to see her, but she warned, When my husband returns this evening, he will want to devour you. Let me hide you and I will speak to my husband on your behalf. There was a little cottage attached to the house of the sun. Her sister placed the queen in a dark room and locked the door with seven iron locks. Then she made a huge meal for her husband. When he returned, his wife fed him continuously until he was near to bursting. He asked, I smell something delicious, but I am too full to eat another morsel. What is it? She answered. It is my sister. She has come to ask you some questions. As he was falling asleep, the sun stuttered. I I will gladly answer in the morning. Before dawn, the sun arose, his belly still full. So he met with the queen and promised not to devour her. She told him the whole story and asked that the curse on her son be lifted. The son agreed. Then he answered the three questions about the pregnant woman, the man in the oven and the stag with its horns stuck in the sky. Then the sun bathed at dawn and gave the water to the queen to place on her son's head. In this way, he promised, the curse would be lifted. The queen climbed down the stag's horns and advised him. The sun says you should bend your head and move your horns from the clouds and be on your way. So the stag bent his head and dislodged his horns and was satisfied. She went to the house of the man in the oven and told the man to just step out of the oven, which he did. Then she explained to the pregnant woman that she should lie down in the hay and give birth to her child. So the woman lay down and pushed the baby out into the world and rejoiced. She thanked the queen. When the queen arrived at the palace, she placed the water of dawn on the prince's head and he stayed alive both by day and night. The king and queen placed two gold thrones in a new court, in a new palace, beyond the little house, beside their own. The prince sat on one throne, Rose of Paradise sat on the other, and they held their baby in their arms. As for the old farmer, Rose's father, he was content, as was everyone, because the Rose of Paradise was still in this world and the prince, who was now alive both by day and by night, and the princess, who had made the very difficult journey, ruled equally and for the benefit of all. I was mulling over this story and I felt inspired, maybe, to share my take on the story of the Rose of Paradise with you. And to me, it feels like a great example of the initiatory experiences one needs to go through in order to be of this world and in this world while making room for the otherworldly other events which ultimately help us break the mould as it were and make progress. I found it valuable on different levels and um, I always uncover new layers of meaning with each telling or reading. However, the basic metaphor for me will always be the same. That one has to rise above one's perceived limitations or the fears that keep us back hold us back to remain in this world you know we have to overcome those fears to to be here now and to remain in this world just means to be alive in the most expansive sense of the word to me anyway, so I do hope you enjoyed this story and took your own a form of value from it and you know feel free to share if you feel inspired because other people can benefit from your understanding of the story as well we have to constantly read between the lines with any story in order to extract the best out of it and that's a continuous process it's not like you read it once and you know exactly what it means so it'll be awesome to uh, hear your what you filtered out of this story and yeah feel free to share uh, with me on my instagram page or you can send me a voice message which i can then share with other people so i look forward to hearing from you and i hope you will get in touch